This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kilgariff. We're driving. Oh, oop. Oh, no. No, we aren't. Guess what, you guys? My car's in the shop. Actually, it will be in the shop right after this. Why? I was. This is kind of funny. I was at an audition for a commercial about car insurance. Yeah. I was late. I ran in there. I did it really quickly. They had me like skateboard and be a dad. It took seven minutes. I came out. Someone had sideswiped my entire car. No. And then I called my car insurance. And I even told her what the audition was. We had a great talk, but I have to go get it evaluated. And then at the end of that talk, she said, sorry, we don't cover you for that. Yeah, You're yeah. going to go ahead and pay that $800 yourself. I think maybe I am covered. Well, I have to pay it. Sure. 500 bucks or something. Right. As opposed to 3000 Yeah. It's a deal. But that's the, you know, that could have happened while we were moving. What if that had happened? What if we were on the freeway and we got sideswiped? And, we... and Fred Armiston was ejected into a ditch. It's Armiston. Armiston. I always add a sten. Why? I don't know. Because don't know. of Amistad? It's just fun, like with, uh, you know, Guy Branham, 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 Branham. <laughs> it's fun to just mess with people's names. Oh, yeah, and that's they true. love it. They He's love my it. good friend, and I say his name wrong all the I time. know. That's, that was passive aggressive. I brought up a name that you have trouble with. Yeah. You, do you know you're doing that, or does it just come out naturally? It just naturally comes out. Like, I'm the same I'm like, way. Here's a spot where I'm real good at finding those spots where maybe I could hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> just with subtle comments. Yep. And, got, and innocently spoken. That's how I do it, where it's like only afterwards do I go, whoops, I should have not said that. It's just a second nature, first nature. It's one of my natures, it's, one of the initial natures, yeah. much like, you know, Terminator. He sees a monitor and there's like digital readout. I just see where are your vulnerable spots and how can I attack them? Yeah. You have like a heat register, mm. but it's for my weakness <laughs> and past mistakes. Yeah, your, your guy, Branham area was glowing orange <laughs> and, a... and so you took an ak-47 to it mm -hmm. emotionally guys the point of all of this is we are not in a car Currently. this is our first studio episode yeah and you don't have to add all this meaning to it we're just trying it out yeah stop crying or laughing yeah and don't don't feverishly write us angry no, that won't happen. No, it never does. No one's upset. <laughs> that, in my mind, I feel like people are going to be upset. What happened to the mission statement? Right. Do well, you need a ride? It happened, it's what happens to all mission statements. They slowly get forgotten over time and replaced with what actually works feasibly in reality. Hey, I didn't want to talk politics, but let's do it. Let's Trump <laughs> should win. <laughs> well, he went right for it. You know my vulnerable spot. <laughs> a man in a weird wig... With a hot wife and big ideas for walls. And I don't like uh, giving him any attention. Even there's so many funny things you can say about him and make them. But I was I had access to a baby, my friend's baby, this weekend. Mm. You had access. Yeah, yeah, and a 
my friend, the woman was holding him in his hair. It was just a perfect opportunity to take her hair and just Trump wisp, wisps, wisp it over his little face. And right then he made kind of an angry with his pierced lips and I made a great Trump baby photo. Man. <gasps> You got you got all that. You captured that moment. Just go to my Instagram and and, and be heartwarmed while laughing. <laughs> Drink it in. Oh, I saw your you tweeted those um, warriors shirts you designed. I made yeah. I want one. Okay, please. I I'm gonna have some sent to me, and also they're on uh, onecolor.com. Ah, uh, a color spelled with a K. Ah, uh, okay. So the the color's white. One color. Oh. German. Yeah. It's German. not, it doesn't, it, they, many shirts are available in many different colors on that side. It's okay. just called one color. Okay. Yeah. And it's not a race-based No, no, issue. no. It says, it's one color, forward slash, superior race, and we make t-shirts there. <laughs> uh, I realize now, I named it after uh, doing really well on my bicycle once, but it, it's superior race sounds, I realize, sounds bad. Yeah, I'm gonna make it doesn't sure. sound good at but all. But if you're a fan of the the Warriors, the basketball team, or the Warriors, the you know, the cult basketball team, or the cult movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like a cult, people, with that team. I don't follow basketball myself. But... I don't follow basketball, but people retweet these awesome gifts of those. There was a couple shots. I don't know the names of the young athletes that made them. I know that the one I saw that was insanely impressive, maybe Aaron knows the name of the guy. Um, it was Stephen Curry. Because you're a Curry. dude. You're a dude that likes sports, right, Aaron? Yeah, you like dunking on dunking on nerds. <laughs> I'm, I'm a baseball guy. You That's... fucking nerd. I knew that yeah. about him. Um, I like baseball, too. <laughs> I like baseball, too. Just the smell of Cracker Jacks. This move, Stephen Curry assisted, mm -hmm. passed to this other guy, and he did this thing. Did you see it? No. Um, it. He shot, he went to shoot, faked it, and then, like, flipped it underhanded as he fell away, and, in the ba and he made the basket. Wow. I can't explain it accurately. It's such an impressive feat that you have to look at it. Now, when he flung it away, did he know he was shooting? He was aiming kind of towards the basket. Completely. He it was just like, I know how to do a side, a nonchalant sideways granny shot. Look it, at this. Yes, because it was like the person, he went to do the one he wanted to do. Somebody was there blocking him, so he just changed his shot midair. It was a rad. He just resorted to plan B like a robot. Like a goddamn sorority girl the morning after. <laughs> I feel like these jokes are funnier out of the car. They really are. And you can hear the crispness you can hear the crispness of me not being able to talk. <laughs> you can hear the crispness of me just really opening up a bad word present. <laughs> you can really you can almost hear me not thinking. It's a slow lull. You can just here are my synapses of my brain just being coated in some sort of sugar that shouldn't be in there. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you don't eat sugar. No, I don't. I don't mm -mm. eat a lot of sugar. Mm -mm. you got to watch that. Talk. I just quit sugar. Really? Yes, yeah, 16 days ago. Wow. Quit sugar, quit flour. I'm back on the program. How do you feel? I feel fucking great. Isn't that weird? You do things and you know you're going to feel great because you've done them before and it felt great then. Yeah. But it's so hard to get them started. Yeah, because I was. You don't mind if I smoke, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on. I was in the mode of watching myself eat so much sugar and being like, you're going to get your legs amputated and doing it anyway, which is the worst feeling. Yeah. That, that as I like to say, cognitive dissonance. Um, 
So I just was like, I have to stop doing this. This is totally awful. And it's the hardest part about doing that is being with other people, and then you have to talk about it. I hate explaining why I'm not having sugar or yes. gluten, like the, especially gluten. People are like, oh, is it, are you, uh, what is it? The, the stomach thing. Usually oh, people celiacs? think it's a yeah. stomach thing. But it, for me, it helped with body pain. And yes. my ankles were hurting, and they were swollen, and then I quit eating it, and it went away. I'm not some, you know, I'm not preaching, but it worked for me, so. Why are you holding me. that Bible, then? Well, And pointing at me that way. When God made the brethren, uh, I didn't even go to church enough to be able to joke about it. <laughs> I think uh, uh, inflammation is the new cancer, and people are getting wise to the fact that your body, inflammation is so bad for your body. They never knew it before. Yeah. So any step you take to make that not happen, who gives a fuck what people say about it? And it's even linked to cancer and linked to things like Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Let's ding, ding, say ding. it together, everyone. Let's be empowered and say it at the same time. <laughs> you and I don't, you don't have, but you have been, I've done a few shows with you lately and you talk about how you killed it at your mom's funeral mm -hmm. can how i i did pretty well at my buddy's axe funeral combination of laughs and then Heartfelt. but maybe was this like for you as it was for me where i would say some things and then it was it would hit me and i my voice would quit working because i was about to cry i think mm -hmm. and that's when everyone had tense up and that's where i'd hit him with a joke exactly i'm like yeah I'm, well i think <laughs> I was when I got the email from my aunt Mary, the nun, mm -hmm. who said, "Karen, we think you should write the eulogy or give the eulogy." I almost wrote back, "Hell no!" <laughs> I was just like, how, "How come I have to do?" She was my mom, um, but then I realized that being a reason you shouldn't have to do it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. she was my mom. Why I'm, do I have to do the? Eulogy? I'm the most hurt. Is <laughs> was kind of like my selfish thinking. Yeah. Then I was like. I think deep down I've kind of been writing this eulogy for a while because she's been going for a while. Right. Uh, and so I just tried to think of like all the times I've seen other people speak and like what you actually want to hear. Because it's not about like listing off people's life, whatever. It's talking. I felt I took it like say the thing that she would want to say if she was standing up here and it was her last chance to talk. And so she was my mom was fucking hilarious mm -hmm. and really straightforward and really like kind of in your face and so i think the combination of and i'm naturally like her anyway so it's kind of speaking like her and then but it's in a church i mean it was a hu this huge church we grew up in Tr the priest was right next to me my sister told me the priest was like bent over laughing the entire time oh that's when you're when you're killing with a priest that's the ultimate kill yeah it feels great that's that's uh 50 points on Big Buck Hunter. <laughs> did you say here's 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 what my mom would say right now? Yeah. Or did you? Yeah. And the what I did, and I told my cousin Stevie before I went up there, because of course, you think like, you know, I know what's going to happen. I know we're glad this is happening. This is a celebration or whatever. But then when you're actually there and it's the day of, you're just ruined. Of course. Yeah. And so so was all my family, like the people in the first two rows, all our close family and friends. Everyone just kind of was like we can't believe we're here and it's so so sad but cathartic and everyone was just like whatever so i started off by saying uh like i'm gonna cry because that's what we're here to do and um we had a meeting with the priest beforehand who told me 
crying is just a form of expression expression of love for a person that isn't there anymore. It's not a bad thing. It's actually a great thing. You have that well of feeling because it's a person you love that much. And so at the beginning of the eulogy, I said, um, Father Gary told me that, and I quoted him, and I said, so I'm going to cry this whole time, and there's nothing you can do about it because the priest said I could. <laughs> like, all bratty <laughs> and babyish. <laughs> and then I think everyone else felt okay to, like, let loose and kind of emote a little bit. And then so then I just talked about the good things. But then at the end, I was like, if my mom was here, I know the one thing that she would want me to tell you all was that she hated Ronald Reagan. And then the <laughs> entire church like exploded because my mother hated Ronald Reagan so much, <laughs> talked about it every night at dinner, was like so anti him. And I told my cousin Stevie before, I was like, I'm going to make a political joke three quarters of the way through this thing. <laughs> if you don't laugh, even if you don't think it's funny, you have to laugh out loud. Because you save me because people might not laugh at this. But of course, everyone loved it because they knew my mom and she told everybody that she hated Ronald Reagan, not just us. Yeah, oh, that's funny. She has that in common with my mom. Mm hmm. My mom really disliked him and talked about him a lot. Wait, and, your mom was a nurse too, right? She's no, she was uh, sewer billing. I think uh, when you use the <laughs> toilet, uh, this has to be hooked up to utilities. They need to monitor your the amount of water you're using. Yeah. Uh, there was one lady we called the witch lady. She was real smart to where she defecated into a bucket. I don't know, and then put it in her fireplace and burned it. And she's so the, she, she was the only one that had a loophole around my mom. <laughs> Sending her bills, and she'd come on her bike dressed in all black. What? And um, yeah, there's, there's rumors that if you made it into her yard, which was her whole house was covered with spray paint, like graffiti, that she did oh. to her own house. Okay. So she was scary. A little bit. There were stories about, yeah, someone opening the gate and hit, get their hand getting hit with a hammer. That was the, everyone had that story. Would everyone tell that story if someone's hand hadn't been hit? Anyway. My mom uh, sent people their sewer bills. She worked at Sears for a while. For some reason, I guess it's just me being narcissistic and thinking that your life is my life. And I was positive she was a nurse of some kind. It's very, well, we, they're similar. I, she was interested. She was on WebMD a lot. You know, she, <laughs> the internet happened after. But yeah, she had this job for 25 years, showed up one day, didn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely didn't, couldn't do it. And they said, well, we might have to let you go and she got pissed and quit sure that's what you get after you solution. work for a government agency for a long time it's real good to get angry and quit and forfeit your any monies that oh. might help with the expenses of, uh, <sighs> but yeah i'm i'm jealous people freak out when we say this but i'm jealous or i'm excited to kill it at my mom's funeral too but my yeah. sister went there on mother's day and sent me pictures and she looks physically it looks like she's been running and going to a spa. Her skin, she looks great. Really? Yeah. Is she? I thought, I, thought, I really thought that sentence was going to end differently. No, she look. I don't, they're like, uh, I don't know if they just have her on a very healthy diet. She looks great, but can't, you know. Yeah, isn't there? Yeah, at all. Well, that's nice that my mom really looked like a mummy at the end. I mean, it was it was super weird. One of her front teeth was my rock. mom's teeth. Yeah, it's kind of like a when boxers have that mouthpiece. It's, yeah. If they went for a, a light marbled yellow, <laughs> okay, this is that's disgusting. It's a lot. Why do I always get medical? 
It's, it's, it's your passion. It really is. I love the word phalanges, <laughs> sternum. You think I'll call it sternum? I know it's a xiphoid process. And to think that I got Fs in all biology classes, <laughs> very important if you want a future in medicine. Did you try for a future in medicine? No, no, I didn't. Oh. It's after the fact, I thought maybe it could have. But I'm, I think I like art and stuff too much. Yeah. I don't think it would have been your... I like going to a doctor and, and telling them what I think I might have, though. They love that, too. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. Like, I have the nerve thing. It seems like it's migrating. Okay. And pull out the book. This is my dad's <laughs> story. But let's see. Migrating nerve thing. Nope. It's not showing up. <laughs> <laughs> Said that to my dad. Mocked him. Um, yeah. But... Uh, it's migrating to my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every winter... I have, a, I have a friend that did that where she has, she does have something and she looked up something on the internet. And then when I called her, she was freaking out. I'm like, you absolutely cannot look at the mm -mm. internet when you are about to do something medical or be involved in any medical issue. Mm. The only people, no one goes back after a surgery and goes, that was great. Everything worked out fine. No one does it. They they pick up where their life was before and they go. The people online are the the ones who something happened to and or and or but probably mostly are crazy. Yeah. And, and so they're like they left a whole, you know, a peach inside of me or whatever, you know, yeah. shit like that where you're just like, could that happen to me? And it's like this could be an 11-year-old boy who someone stopped watching for a half an hour who's on WebMD. Yeah, I just laughed for a minute about a doctor <laughs> eating a peach, dropping it and saying fuck it. So and being up. like, guys, <laughs> I got a golf game at 2. Yeah. <laughs> Let's sew this lady up. Really? Oh, no wonder you're these other doctors are dressed in plaid. Yeah, these are just my boys. <laughs> They're just waiting. Yeah, we're about to hit the links. <laughs> Look, this is all organic. It'll break down. <laughs> Leave it. Yeah, people only report bad news yeah. or comment on a YouTube video bad. No one says, good job. This was perfect. Yeah. Just want you to know I liked it hey. and wouldn't say do anything differently. <laughs> no one's ever left. <laughs> Every left moment it. of that was as it should have been. <laughs> And it goes without saying, so I'm, of course, saying it. <laughs> um, on the way here, Waze took me through. I think about, there's, I've been watching, and of course you do too, murder things and forensic files, and uh, I think I went by the Grim, what's the thing? Grim Sleeper. I think I went through that neighborhood. I feel like I went past Lonnie's house. It was like a, I think that's the house that used to be green. Yeah. I don't know. Because you man, saw that documentary. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. saw it twice. Yeah, yeah. It made people watch it. Yes. But I think I went by his house. Ooh. I'll, I'll talk to you after. You can tell me exactly where it was. Okay. But we drove through there once, and you we told did. me about that. Well, and because I like that part, that part of town, I really love it because it's like, yeah, it's not the nice, obviously, the nicest part of L.A. Few places are. But all of those, like, everything is tended so nicely. Everyone has their yard really nice. Everyone's proud of their shit. Yeah, they're like, we are going to make our own good community. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's I, I love that part of it where it's like you drive through, you don't go, oh, a serial killer lives yeah, here. It doesn't look like that to me. No, it doesn't at all. That's what makes it all the more eerie. Yes. yes. It, it just looks like the suburbs. You could be anywhere. You could be in, like, Millbrae. You could be, like, all the towns around my town. Why don't people talk about that documentary as much as that Jinx one? I thought it was better. It was much more tragic. And interviewing all those women that were like, I didn't want this life. The, right. These nice ladies that were prostitutes that almost got killed by them. You're supposed to say sex worker. 
sex workers. I, it's sorry. a new thing. It's it, we haven't grown up where in a thing where you know you're supposed to say sex worker. But I'm saying it because I'm just I've trying been to corrected. get used to this Eskimo stuff. <laughs> Inuit sounds dirty. <laughs> You look, we're learning baby steps, well, one thing at a time. It's just I, important to be willing. Okay. That's all. I guess things are changing. But here's why I think it's different, because The Jinx was a series, mm. and the Nick Broomfield documentary was a one-off. Yeah. So if you didn't see it at the time it was on or hear about it that one time, as opposed to the long, slow build of, like, word of mouth. But I think a lot of people, the people who have seen it, everybody talks about how amazing it was. Yeah. That woman, Pam, that was in it that guides him around. She, she was ugh, the best. I love her so much. Talk about no nonsense. She was fucking but she's, real. She said a lot of nonsense. She was hilarious. She was the best. She was the best. But it's also that thing of like, it's the, I remember when I first heard about the Grim Sleeper and the way they report on it is... You know, he killed mostly sex workers. They say mm. prostitutes in, it, in the newspaper. Yeah. Or NLHs, not legitimate humans. No. That is a phrase they use. When I first moved here. Through the police? Yes. Ugh. When I first moved here, uh, I was driving with Michelle Balloon and Henry Phillips, and we were going down Santa Monica Boulevard, and for the first time, I saw this big man punching uh, this tiny woman in the face oh uh, you told me this right now. right and then he went to show me his gun but it was funny there was no, he looked down and he's like oh i don't have my gun <laughs> so he just showed me his belly button and i pretended to be on my flip phone it was a while ago and followed them into this building and the security guard held the door shut wouldn't let me in i'm like that guy was just punching that woman in the face and he was like get out of here and it was a whole building that is now fancy apartments but so i called the cop and he came and he said I'm tired of getting these calls. That was a prostitute. That was her pimp. She owed him money. She's not a legitimate human. And we and I was like, what did you say? Not a legitimate human? <sighs> I think it's a phrase. If anyone, well, no one's going to tell us whether right. or not. But they use that phrase in the in that documentary. I think NLH, or not legitimate human, is what they call a. So don't get mad at me when I call them prostitutes. <laughs> I'll do what Some I want. Some of these sex I'm workers livid. are called not legitimate humans. Well, I mean, this is what we're talking about. It's like you you sit there and go, how could a man kill women for th almost 30 years and get away with it? This is how. Because our society has the fucking balls to go, this is not a legitimate human being. How dare you? How fucking dare you? And these are people that are just trying to stay alive, keep their family alive, make money however they can. And suddenly that's the reason that you get to murder them for free? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> free. <laughs> for, at one point. <laughs> free and easy? Wasn't it like at some point in the 80s they went to his house and accidentally knocked on the neighbor's door? And they're like, well, he's not home. Case yeah. closed. Yeah. They, almost, they almost got him. Anyway, that I think about that documentary a lot, and then I drove right through it. I also have been thinking about, as April made you see the Sing Street. Yes, she did. Did you? I mean, I loved it. I thought the ending kind of yes bailed a little. It's like really they're like, but but endings are the hardest, as we know. But the these kids getting together, writing songs, and growing up with '80s new wave music, man, so awesome. See that I'm plugging something that isn't mine, and it's the movie Sing Street. Go see it. So good. It's so and good. Maybe so good. Like, and it's like crying. Of course, mm -hmm. I was too. And Irish, which is my, of course, my favorite. Yeah, yeah. The funniest. And do you know? I actually tweeted this once, but 
I tweeted hi boyfriend because that little kid that was basically the manager that filmed all the videos and stuff, the redhead. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. had that little face and the braces, where he was. <laughs> it was my favorite because he was always trying to pull his lips off his braces, like when you have really big braces and maybe a smaller mouth. Like when they'd be walking, he would just like be moving his lips around. So this, you know what I mean? Did you oh, notice yeah. that? Oh, it was yeah. my favorite. Like and I had braces. braces. I had, I knew what that was like. Did you have to do that? They did an experimental braces on me that were made of white porcelain. Probably not real porcelain, more likely just white plastic. And the first thing I think I ate with them is a Lipton <laughs> cup of soup, which then stained them highlighter yellow for the <laughs> two years I had them. Just yellow, middle of high school, just realizing how much I like girls and why not. Just kind of looked like the thing, my mom's thing. It just looked like I put in a boxer's guard made of marbled yellow candies uh and uh did, but, you, did the little um onions stay on there were like green onion flecks as well for your lifting cup <laughs> did you just, keep the whole look i just oh smile and it just looked like delicious french onion dip just <laughs> made you want to jam a lays right into my teeth uh Great, perfect timing too. Have you ever talked about that on stage? No. Please pull your notebook out wherever you keep it and just put down braces, Lipton soup, please. And I talk like this. I sometimes do when I get excited, right? You can't hear it, but I, I tongue thrust into my back of my teeth. They then added to curb that a cage. Oh, right. On the side of buildings, you know, all of those little spikes and birds still fucking land on it. Yeah. Well, my still was thrusting my tongue into a sharp cage. It was in the roof of my mouth. That what? was just a brief period. Like they thought they were going to cure your lateral lisp by putting spikes inside your braces? Yeah. What the fuck? And then they had me sucking on a button on a string. Very dangerous. If no. If the string broke. Trying to, this was their the theory. If I make my lips strong, I think it was also they're just like, you need to learn mouth control, so pay attention to a thing that we're going to make you do. Oh, okay. So while you're watching TV or whatever, just take a button with some string, have your mom put some string on it, put it behind your lips and pull on it and then tighten your lips so one day your lips are so tight they will push your teeth back. So what if I had these <laughs> sissy spacic lips, just tight ass lips? You look like Todd Glass doing a character. <laughs> oh yeah, when he talks about how his dad would smoke and it looked <laughs> yeah, painful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. How is that gonna help? Anything that's going on inside your mouth. I'd, they, the fact that they wanted my lips to be a way, a way tighten your lips. You need to get your lips strong to push these teeth back. Okay, I'm going back in the street by a dumpster because I am not an orthodontist. But I listen to him. Oh, Sayer, Dr. Sayer. Dr. Sayer wanted you to suck on a button mm. attached to a string. But and and learn how to say my s's and you know what it worked and guess what, what? today i'm a professional speaker you you are a sound recording artist mhm yeah with you know credentials yes yeah and sometimes did you bring those credentials today could i yeah, see yes. those uh, that'd be great oh, well, i wish you. i had paper like phil hendry I could... <laughs> here we go here's the paper god clearly headphones damn it damn it Oh, uh, here we go. There it is. Your Page plastic two. papers. Let's do it. Oh, I'll have to stop here. Here's a low-flying helicopter. <laughs> oh, they landed. <laughs> Not near the dog A dog. Guys. Oh, uh, that's that poodle. That was my plan to just, I was going to do Foley work of card noises. 
Maybe we can add it later. Honk, honk. Whoa, what was that guy? That was a reaction. <laughs> hey, you asshole. The stuff we used to do when we were actually driving. See, I'm very excited about, I think that we're already just popping. I mean, hell I'm, yeah. I'm not feeling great right now. Let's be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm on a lot of DayQuil, so mm. I'm, my brain is not totally working. And that's been clear. I think you guys have been like, where's I Chris? I feel like you've been sharp as a tail. Where's Chris? Well, thank you. That's I, You might call it fishing because that's what I was doing. <laughs> Uh, but I, uh, yeah, I can't even remember what I was going to That you oh, like the studio feel. I, yeah, yeah. This I, works. I think we're going to be, you know, it's not saying we aren't going to, once the car is fixed. Here's the thing. Uh, nobody gave two shits about whether or not it was in the car. It was like with the, with the magic that happened because we were in a car. And basically what we're saying is we can make that magic happen anywhere, bro. Yeah, we just got to think of a new gimmick. Um... What if we both suck on buttons during the recording of this podcast? Yeah, it's called lip therapy. <laughs> we'll call it lip therapy. It will be sponsored by the Lip Balm Lip Therapy, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm positive there is one. And then we will uh, play a lip service by Elvis Costello as our theme. Is that the one that goes, this is girl? And then all of a sudden, the N-word for no reason. <laughs> Why? Hey, I love the guy, but man, come on, lay off the old N-word, buddy. Elvis Costello? A couple times. No. Unless I knew. Really? Yeah, he says it. Is that why he sounds like that? So you can't tell how racist he is? <laughs> and slow it down. And it's like, we all must bring down the cleansing rain. Whoa. Man, that's different. When... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever slow down your Costello. Veronica is <laughs> white. Veronica, you must <laughs> learn to be a legal immigrant. <laughs> that one's not that bad. It's no. not really something you learn. Though. No, it's not a learned thing. It's more of a, and so that's a natural. All of the zombies, and then build a wall (laughs) under budget using Mexican folks. (laughs) Oh, I think I could have done a better job with that whole riff. I feel like our Oliver's army. No, I think it was good. I think it was. We were feeling our way through it. I think Mm. there's a real um, people. uh, They. Welcome to the idea workshop. If only you could see how I'm moving my hands around on the table as if an idea is coming out of my mouth. No, it's it's tactile. You're, yes. you're brain tinkering. This is. <laughs> it looks like I'm playing one big game of Battleship. Look, this is here, and this idea is here, and together they're funny. They make a funny war. The... <laughs> oh, no. oh no! I thought it was like a Ouija board. Did you ever play with them? Yeah, we played Kids with one once. To. Um, Shit scares me. It was scary. And then uh, I had a friend, Julie Adams, I believe. No, Julie Taylor. I can't remember. Wednesday Adams. No, that's what it is. Um, (laughs) A girl in my high school told this story once at a party that freaked me out so bad. She said they, her and her cousins played with a Ouija board in the attic trying to call up the devil. And they did. And she t- she had all these details, and it was like this went black, and this went da da, and they freaked. They it was like it freaked her out for the rest of her life. Yeah, I've heard too many stories, and I've never experienced anything like that. Or if I do, if a ghost thing happens, I just kind of ignore it, and then they're like, "All right, we tried." Like I don't want to delve into it. No, because that could be it, there could be something on the other side, and yeah. once you delve in, you're in. Yeah, I'm horrible. Not, I don't not believe in anything. I mean, we've all seen horror movies. All it takes is one you know push of the Ouija board 
And you're running from an invisible specter for the rest of your natural born days. As much as I complain about my hip or, you know, my fear of stuff happening with my brain, imagine how much complaining I would do if there was a spirit possessing me. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that's... <laughs> Sorry about what I said last night. Yeah, I'm possessed. Oh, here we go again. Ooh, talk more about your sugar diet. Hey, wait, was that about me at the end? No, 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 I never do that. Gotcha, gotcha. Another gotcha. We could retitle the podcast Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And it's just a series of what seem to be friendly conversations mm. and then zing. I think that's a good... I've, I've just nailed you. But there's a movie with the... There's, there's a movie called Gotcha about paintball, so... Oh. Yeah. Um, yep. Could we get the stars of it? And interview them? The star of it was the tall, Anthony Edwards, the tall guy from ER. Yes, I he was love a kid. him. Classic. Yeah. Also, star of Zodiac. Handsome guy, despite a weak chin. You know, sometimes <laughs> I say things that are mean and bully-like, and that was an example. And I'd like to, if you're out there and you're self-conscious about your chin not being strong, I don't, I don't want to, I'm sorry. Oh, if they're out there and they have a weak chin, they've already grown a long, long beard. That's oh, what yeah. everyone's doing these days. Every oh my god! April and I went to the Renaissance Fair. Have you ever been to that? <laughs> and we became the jockiest bullies. She was telling me how much she, she hated really everybody. She really was. She's like, "This is exact. These are the people I can rip on." Oh, uh, okay. We went there, and I'm not kidding you. These were all the people, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Yo, this was nuts. It was really fun. I archery. I shot arrows. That was fun. That's fun. And then you look around. It's just kind of. Mountain Dew folks, you know, with uh, corsets, and they're having a great time, and they're into it. Yes. And they're there with their families, and there's meats on sticks. I jumped on a trampoline. You know how in the Renaissance. They had trampolining. Uh, trampolining was popular. Harnesses, flips for fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Multicolored cat-in-the-hat type hats. <laughs> uh, very popular in the Renaissance. Yeah. Get dressing just for no reason like Spider-Man. That was also yes. popular apparently in the Renaissance. <laughs> there was a lot of people that were like, you know what? Uh, this is also kind of cosplay. And they, I'm like, I was making fun of it, by, but by the end I was like, that guy is not dressed, period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, uh, it was very fun. That sounds really fun. You know what it is? There's a... I uh, went to a similar thing once at a state fair. My friend's band was playing. When I was working in Chicago, I went up to Wisconsin to go to this thing. And I was standing in the middle of this crowd, and all these people were, like, having the best time, and I was just standing there. Oh, I almost felt like I was in a bubble, just standing there watching everybody and judging them and making jokes in my head. And so afterwards, I told my friend, I'm like, why am I, Why do I do that? Like, why can't I just be a part of things? And she goes, because you're a writer. You have to hold yourself away so you can observe everything. Right. And so it's like I'm jealous of people that get to just throw themselves into things entirely and become fans mm. because there's a thing in me that will not allow me to do right. that. Will right. not. Yeah, I wish I was dumb enough to be present. <laughs> you know, you just see people soaking it up. Just enjoying themselves, not thinking about yeah, what other people not think. Not thinking about what's happened in the past or what's going to happen in the next few minutes. Just nope. sit there with their giant turkey leg and not even wipe their face. And going, look at I get to wear a corset in public, a, a thing no one would allow me to do on any other day. Yeah, that's freedom. That's fun. Yeah. Tits out, everybody. <laughs> They're... 
uh, there's a couple nip slips there that where I was like, should I tell? Nah, let them have their fun. It was accurate to the period. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, but I did a lot of. There was some. Chill, I mean, I'm not uh, careful. A prude. Sex worker. <laughs> but there was like 15. There was like mothers and daughters where the the daughter would be like early teens, mid teens, with her boobs pushed out. Mm-hmm. It's very common these I days. I mean, come on. Uh, Let's bring back family. Uh-huh. I'm just kidding. The Bible? <laughs> Sorry, I just slowed down, Costello. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Sorry. What, you know what is interesting? It just made me think of this. There was a period of time, I don't know where it was, it, 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 some, somewhere near the Renaissance. I'm not a history major. The Byzantine? Perhaps the Byzantine era, <laughs> where this the style for women was that your nipples did show. And nothing else? Like, a, what if you were, like, in a full one piece with a hood and only your nipples? <laughs> no. no, that's a scene from Clockwork Orange. <laughs> Horrible scene. Why did I watch that as a kid? Yeah, why so, did I? So they, it would just be, like, give you a little nip? Like, yeah, well, basically, it was like this, you know, like a boat neck goes down to an inch above your nip. It just went included the kind of like the top half of your and nipple. And everyone's like, "Yeah, let, I'm gonna show my nipples." Let's we were so thing. progressive back then. I know. Granted, there was slavery and all kinds of terrible things, but but at least the rich got to show their nipples yeah, sometimes. Yeah, come on! And now all the rich are trying to cover the nip. <laughs> Fucking I Koch guess brothers. We, <laughs> I blame the Koch brothers. Is it the Koch brothers? I think it's Coach brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Are they? It's Coke. It's, That's just Coke. It's Coach, the ones yeah. that make those nice purses. Oh, but yeah. But they're mean brothers. Yeah. Making purses, <laughs> keeping all their money to themselves. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah. That's why I always go Kate Spade. <laughs> don't look at the clock. We are. No, like, I just want to see. No, it is. I'm looking right at it. I don't like it. It's like when I've been swimming and I, I don't like that I keep looking at the clock. It's like, oh my God, I looked three minutes ago. That's, Wait. You mean like you go down to a swimming pool? Yeah, it's it's my new for thing. the old hip for the for the my old cr- crackety hip. <laughs> Is it working? It feels great. Yeah, I just go. I didn't know how to. I really didn't know how to swim, so I I showed up. I'm like, I need a kickboard. In the past, I've tried to take a kickboard, lay in the water, and just kick, and and I just my legs sink, and I kind of rotate toward the side <laughs> and bump into that rope, uh, like bam bam. <laughs> like and, a little wind-up toy. Yeah, like a little wind-up toy. And uh, so I shoved a kickboard in my shorts, and I just went there, and I, I got good at kicking. And I'm pretty good at kicking now, so I've just started involving the actual swimming without the kickboard. Like, I didn't know how to swim, but I think I've taught myself. That's amazing. I've been going a lot, though. Or every other day. I haven't gone for three days. But it feels great. Yeah, that's and very good for you. everything's all loose. Cause yeah. And there's an element of, because I do it on my back usually, it's this, I have no form of meditation that I've ever used. I know I should. I should meditate. I should be in therapy. I probably should be on some drugs to help you align your thoughts. Maybe. But I uh, can't remember what I was talking about. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> just kidding. That's a little uh, 
a bait and switch. That was a, what I call a zippity zoo. Yeah. There's a deprivation element to being submerged that is calming, and I don't think about anything. Yes. I'm like a dumb guy with pudding all of a sudden. I yeah. feel great. It's That's great. so good. Just lay there. I don't really... Actually, time does fly by. Mm-hmm. So I'm into it. That's swimming. very cool. So I'm uh, plugging swimming in the movie Sing Street. Oh, and I made some t-shirts. Sponsored by Sponsor- swimming. Sponsored by the Cock Brothers. <laughs> My dim, so my dad has the same hip thing as you. He's had his replaced twice. Oh boy! Because uh, like the first ones f- like fall apart in your body or whatever. Right. This happens. So, but the last time he had it, he had arthritis in the thing and the nerve. It was a whole thing. And How he, could your body not? If you put a titanium. Sp- thing and shove it into your sawed off bone. Yeah. How would your body not go pooey? Yeah. <laughs> Get it the fuck out of me. Yeah. It's, it of makes course sense. that would happen. Yeah. So he was having so that was the arthritis thing was in his back so we had to get those things cleared out and so he was walking really badly and it was it was kind of unnerving for a while because my dad is very like he's a big jogger in the 70s mm-hmm. and he's all fit and whatever. Um, and now he had like a side wiggle shuffle thing. Ex- or yes, yeah, and I'm... he was, and he had the surgery, and then he was using a cane for a long time. And my sister and I were like, "Is this the beginning of the cane era?" Yeah. Well, he started going to this gym in Petaluma, and swimming, and then he goes, well, "I signed up for a trainer. I don't know. I have to see if they can help me." Mm-hmm. Well, now he feels great. He's the cane. He's not using the cane anymore. Oh wow. She's telling him the specific things to do, and I was like, "He goes, I." She gave me three free ones. I think I might get two more. I was like, how about you get 15 more? Mm-hmm. That's money well spent. You yeah, can yeah. walk after. Like, so, so what is happening for him and what I hope is possible for me is his body, is the, like the physiology of the joint, even though it's worn and it's bone on bone, or no, he has metal in there. But I'm bone on bone. Yeah, they yeah. said you don't necessarily have to get it replaced. Like maybe if... I my body realigns and stuff naturally goes in there and becomes padding. Yep. I don't know. I'm Good. getting very technical. <laughs> uh, but welcome back to medical <laughs> lack of knowledge. Uh, but yeah, it it's definitely feels better. But I don't think I'm gonna undo what this guy does initially before the uh, permanent replacement is literally he patented some metal helmet thing it looks like a little motorcycle helmet to guard the bone it just goes on top like a cap yeah so i might do that well that could be good thrown in but it is like you're giving your body a chance to uh adjust itself which it can do um and and you're getting that dopamine shot of yeah. uh if that's what it is or serotonin whatever it is when you exercise mm-hmm. and you get that thing where like at least you feel better yeah yeah while you're because when you have pain it just fucking sucks and all I the time. And I need to exercise. I'm starting to get jiggly in the back and I, it's I've never been that way and I'm like it makes me I don't have a thing that I can do. I can't run. I can't. He's like, well, you have to quit doing everything and only swim. It's like. Ooh, so I'm glad that I'm enjoying it. Yeah. The end. It's good. I like it. Now Thank you me. have to go and join the old lady water aerobics classes. Oh, my God. The, I went to therapy, and it was at the uh, uh, Elizabeth Taylor Aquatic Mm-mm. Club. Mm-mm. Just pictures of Elizabeth Taylor, huge what? on the walls, swimming. I have to go there. Apparently, she swam, and I did. The, my therapy was basically sit and be fit with a bunch of older ladies, and it was just, okay, hold your leg out. 
just rotate. I'm like, okay, this isn't worth my $100 per visit. It wasn't? So I, no. It you was, need a little more. Yeah, I need, uh, yeah, I need like some, I need the CrossFit version. I want them to be playing like Limp Bizkit. Yeah, you got to go extreme. <laughs> I wanted you to say that the therapy was that you got in the pool with a bunch of old ladies and you guys reenacted scenes from Butterfield Day <laughs> or some classic Liz Taylor filmic epics you guys were like i wish i could jump in with an example of a list of, we know. just we who's, who's, who's afraid of virginia oh uh, yeah or what if we all just got together in a semi-circle and kind of reenacted scenes from i don't know of who's afraid of virginia wool <laughs> oh my god <laughs> thanks we are actually we just got together and complained about Richard Burton and his drinking. Seriously. <laughs> oh come on. Should I divorce him or remarrying him again? Am I right, Liz Taylor? I loved her so much. I have a painting of Liz Taylor that somebody made at some point in time. That's one of the greatest things of all time. You have it. I have it. It's like um, it wasn't in a fancy frame or anything, but it's like it's basically like a uh, a very very good portrait. It's not a Beautiful. It's not great or beautiful. Yeah. It's something you would find in a thrift store in Burbank. It's a, you would do it and someone would come up and go, oh, that's very good. That's very, I know who that is. <laughs> it's, you just know who it is. And it's my favorite. Her hair is humongous. And she's got that Liz, like she's kind of like, hmm, like looking over her shoulder. But then it's like, what happened to her chin? But you, but you don't ask that question <laughs> because you're just happy to have the painting. She has kind of an Anthony Edwards from Gotcha Chin. <laughs> See, that's what I, I'm real good at just bringing it back. It's called a bringer back. <laughs> and you know how to called. do it. Oh, man. I uh, I didn't know that Segway was spelled Seg, like G-U-E. Mm -hmm. And I I didn't, I was real embarrassing with the other day. It was on the on the show we were at. I had to read it and I kept saying Seg and they were laughing <laughs> like, good joke. And I'm like, what? It says Seg. <laughs> I thought it was Segway was, had the word way in it. Sure. I, you know. Right. I've been on this earth a while. There's just some stuff I haven't picked up. Doesn't that drive you crazy? You don't have to laugh at me. Well, they felt bad about sound themselves. Sound guy? Look, sound guys are the ones that laugh the hardest because they're the saddest. I guess. Aaron, am I right? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> he knows. He knows the pain. Sitting there having to listen all day and not be able to give your two cents. Yeah, not not really listening because you're looking for things you have to edit out. Yes. Like this, lol, right here. You're going to have to cut that shit out. And the, Or one of these. <laughs> oh, gross. No one wants to hear that later. Snip, snip. <laughs> snip, snap. <laughs> Goodbye. Editing room floor. We'll, we'll take care of that in the tape room by the steam bay. Yes. Come it's on down. old form of editing. You, uh, reel to reel, you clip it, literally put tape on it. The steam bay. Did you see... Go to film school? No, but I <laughs> had a girlfriend who did. Did you see the movie Hail Caesar? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was that great. fucking part with Frances McDormand where she's the editor? I think that was based on a real female editor yeah, from she, back that time. I hope so. She was the why didn't people why weren't people screaming about that movie? It was it, because everybody it thought great. it was gonna be this epic thing, like A comedy, like that everyone projected onto it and it was also um, what do you call it? Like the commercials sold it as something that it wasn't. And yeah, made it looked yeah, like yeah. Jonah Hill was one of the co stars. He was in it for five minutes. Right. But it was a tiny movie about 
the business of show business, which is, of course, all of our favorites. But I think the average person that doesn't give a right. shit goes in and is like, how come I have to watch this? Yeah, it's pretty specific. Yeah. Maybe. You have to have that interest of like, what is it really like at a studio? But if you're like, how about you just give me a really good movie or like a really uh, movie movie? Yeah, yeah. I guess it would be. With fight scenes. And out of fights. Hey, are we at that? Where are we? Are we at Sony? Where was that? This is Raleigh Studios. Ah, Raleigh. But we're near Sony. No, Sony's out by you. Ah, We're right by Paramount. It's Paramount. We're right by the most famous gates of a studio, Paramount. And I call myself an in showbiz business person. (laughs) In showbiz. And I call myself a show burglar. I don't even know what studio I'm not near. Can I tell you you are a show burglar because we did a show. Because I'm always stealing the show? Yes. The other night when we did Largo. (laughs) I Yeah, let me just say the fucking thing. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) When we did Largo the other night, we did Sarah Silverman and Friends. It was a great show, really good lineup. I had to follow Chris, which I don't know. I think I said when Flanagan asked me when I wanted to go, I said after you because I knew that you would, no matter what happened before you, you would kill and the audience would be hot when I got on stage. Oh, thanks. Not thinking about the fact that I would then have to follow you (laughs) in terms of you would just suffer by comparison and content because your set was so great. Well, no, I don't. I did my bit. I liked it. I I, I had fun. It was fun. You Thank did you. Your I really piece. appreciate it. No, did. but it was great. I, I really love watching your stand up. I know that you have a lot of heartache around it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. But it's um for the person in the audience, it's there's none. It's well, great. Th- it's it's funny. I don't enjoy things sometimes. Yeah. When it was done, I was like, Okay, that went well. I that's how it should always go. But it's <laughs> And then I just went home and then looked at the Largo Instagram, and I was the only one that didn't get a picture on it. And it I didn't get a picture. Ne- yeah, you did. No, I didn't. It's on there. I saw it. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Jesus. I didn't. I didn't. That's <laughs> fine. I had a great time. Do you know why? Confidence. If you win, <laughs> if you win the comedy contest of the night, you don't get. Your picture, that's the reward. Oh, that's what they do there specifically? That's, you re- that's why I tried so hard. Because I was like, please don't put my picture in there. I'll do oh, my best. Oh, I didn't know that it was like an opposite. That's great. Well, I didn't know I did so well. Ab- Sorry, you lost. Opposite rewards. <laughs> also, here's the other thing. And I, I'm so... It's just my favorite thing. So, Sarah, it's a known fact. I'm not gossiping or anything. Sarah Silverman dates the British actor Michael Sheen. Yeah, yeah. You've seen him in Frost Nixon. You have seen him in The Queen. The Masters of Sex. Masters of Sex is his series on Shit Time. Shit Time? Shit Time. Shit Time. One of the most charming, normal, chilled out dudes. Sat in the dressing room, talked to April about Manchester for fucking ever. Yeah, yeah. Like, just hung out with all of us in a way where I, because I am truly a fan and a little bit starstruck by mm-hmm. him, it. I kept turning around to see, like, when is he going to leave? Because why is he just sitting in here talking to us? But he, like, genuinely, like, likes Sarah's friends and likes comedy and likes comedians and, like, wants to hang out. And he sat on the side of the stage and laughed at the whole show. He, he was, did. Yeah. Everything. Watch the whole show. Right in the back that curtains. That's great. I was just so, I just find that touching sometimes and like how disappointing are most celebrities when you meet them. Yeah. Where they're like, you're welcome. Well, there's me. something about him too. He's just an attractive man. You know, I'm straight. You know me as straight. But every once well, in a while, mm-hmm. I am um, sexually attracted to men. Sure. You know, it's just, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm, s- I'm 
I I understand. It's his too opinion. late. You said it. I you know, I, and I want to kiss him. Damn it! <laughs> Damn uh, it! This uh, Elvis Costello record's <laughs> broken again. He he has he is a magnetic person. He's a magnetic man, and he also seems like a royal. So mm-hmm. you're kind of like I just want to stay in this room. I have nothing to say, yeah. but I just kind of want to be nearby and pretend that we're best friends. He yeah, he just is like exciting. Yeah, hundred percent. Seems like a nice guy. I like him. I just wanted to brag out because I think like I don't know. I'm in it. I'm in it for the celebrities as much as anything else here in L. A. Yeah, yeah. But like then you'll meet one every once in a while, and you're just like, I wish you would move away. I don't like you <laughs> or anything that you're like. I've I'm uh, I've distanced myself from it, not on purpose, but living at the old beach. I don't see a lot of celebs. Yeah? Just guys flying kites from a bike wearing a Speedo <laughs> with a little bit of shit on them. see a lot of oh, that. Oh, that's Gary Busey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Oh, I feel so dumb for calling him uh, uh, Nick Nolte. A lot of people used to confuse them. <laughs> I bet a whole party once. I think it was after I ate, I ate a spider on a chip once. Eh, it doesn't matter. As got, a drug? I got 50 bucks. Oh. But I bet these guys. Was I the used spider to spider alive. I used to try and gamble at parties. Uh, he was still moving. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry, there was salsa and it was on a chip. I put a spider on there. I ate it. I swallowed it. I was <laughs> and you fine. Got 50, Fifty bucks. bucks. <laughs> I think I still have no regrets about that. Would okay. I do it again? Of course. Not. It's your life, and also you're eating them in your sleep anyway. Yeah, Might exactly. as well. <laughs> do it consciously. We all know that we all ingest and chew seven to eight spiders per night. Yeah. When you wake up and there's that feeling of like the sweater, like, nah, oh, no. I need some water. That's just spider guts. That's spider guts and legs all <laughs> yeah. stuck in your teeth. Don't get me started about the ones that went in your ears. <laughs> no. But I was at a party and the, everyone there was like, yeah, Nick Nolte was so good in Big Wednesday, this surf movie mm-hmm. they had. Gary Busey when he was like a cognitive uh, brain functioning man. And uh, I was like, that's not... That's not Nick Nolte. And they all went against me. And I bet the money. And they paid up. How much? I don't remember. But over 20? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe. I'd like to think so. <laughs> I was such a hustler. It's your lie. You can yeah. kind of make it anything you want. Yeah, I was a kid. And I'd get on my bike, I'd go, and I'd invest it. And that's why today I'm a very wealthy man. Is that true? You no. Know, no, I'm not very rich. No, no. I'm no. doing okay. No. no, no, no. But I'm doing okay. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's real good. Well, where's our guest? Oh, um, Michael Sheen. He's gonna. He's gonna oh, be good. here in about well, thirty-two minutes. Gonna be pretty awkward, but said I was attracted to him. Yeah. No, he's actually here to confront you about that. Oh, great. It's he's kind just... of like intervention, but it's like. It's like getting in your face and being like, what do you buy or something? Yeah. That with a British accent. I think you're, that's like a scared straight camp. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to, uh, that's what doing archery at the Renaissance, I was good at it for some reason. And then I, it brought back memories. I've, I've shut out most of them because it was a horrific time where they just said, your parents are going to hell and it's your job to get them to believe in God. And I, they picked me up and I was just sobbing. It was very... Oh, your Christian camp. Yeah, yeah. 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 But mm-hmm. but they had us shooting bows and arrows. And, and that's, that's I'm like, I've done this. I know how to do this. Yes. And I just went, and man, talk about hitting some red circles. Dude, we did archery at my camp as well. And one of my greatest early memories was 
This one year I liked a boy, I can't, John something, and we were doing archery and he came up and he was talking to the girl at the hay bale thing next to me, whatever. Uh, and I was like, well, I should do my best to try to impress this guy. Here's my <laughs> thinking as like a 12 year old. Being good at archery would make a guy attracted to a girl. It's so tragic. Uh, I fucking lined it up, bullseye. And he goes, whoa, Karen. And then I like dropped my thing and walked away. <laughs> Another mistake when you're trying to like, if you like somebody, just you fucking constantly like mic drop and walk. Where yeah. it's like, no, you're supposed to stop, stay there and talk to them. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't work with kids. I guess she doesn't like me. She walked away. Yep. Every kid thinks the other kid doesn't like them. I know. So if you're like playing hard to get, it's like, I guess she doesn't like me. Oh, well, there's 19 <laughs> other girls over here. And meanwhile, I walked away to four feet away and then just kind of stood there like, no, no, I don't know with where to go. With your nose against a tree. <laughs> I guess this is the end of the road. <laughs> I guess I'll stay here for the rest of the week. Did I tell you about how at Big Sky Bible Camp they thought I was experiencing stigmata? <laughs> I was waiting for a boat. A, a, a little boy punched me in the stomach because his name was Ian. And he, at the fire, he said, I accepted Jesus in my heart in the back of a cop car. And it's like, oh, I like made a noise. And he looked at me. And then, so he didn't like me because of that. I made fun of his tough guy. How old? I was, oh boy, I had 11. Okay. 10 or 11. That's a good age. And he was like 12. I need to see a picture of you when you're alive. Oh, my hair. I have I have a picture of this that it was days later, so I'll show you a okay. picture. Yeah, it's, it's, we went camping and I couldn't stop crying. I thought I was going to hell. It was uh. awful. I hated it. But anyway, I was waiting for a canoe on this dock and they put, they lined the dock with like sheet metal so boats could bang against it, I guess. And this kid pushed me. Off the dock, and I, the edge of the thing, scraped my nipples <laughs> to where today they're still scar I have puffy nips. I have to, like, before I go swimming, I pinch them because they're just big. Because they got ripped off. I could see them on the edge, my nipples. No. And so I went like that. I was covering my, the blood coming off my nipples, and they, and some idiot counselor was like, that's, that they, they had, I had to go <laughs> talk to the priest and explain that I had simply, scraped my nipples and it wasn't this thing that they were telling me about which I'd never heard of I'd Stigmata. Never, never it's the mark of Christ the they were like it's very important that you recognize the meaning of and it's like no I cut my nips <laughs> and I covered but I had to have a meaning with him and he had it was so creepy he had this you bent um, over a chair he did he put just different he's like do you know what this is and I'm like uh, I don't know. And he's like, it's going up your ass. <laughs> and he did that with seven or eight items. Oh, no. Why didn't you no. just say you knew what it was? <laughs> I know. I know. I should have just said pencil sharpener, <laughs> uh, matchbox car, an old eraser. Just say what they were. All your the penis. That... <laughs> <laughs> That's your dick, sir. <laughs> um, no, but he had this daughter that I, I didn't think he was genuine because he, he would bring his daughter everywhere on she was in in a wheelchair and she oh, had maybe uh I don't know what was wrong with her but she had a hard life and she was wheelchair bound and and uh he I remember he'd like whenever he talked to us he'd had her next door and they just kind of and she'd just kind of be rolling away and he's like oh yeah he didn't I could just tell he didn't really care about her but he was parading her around as a example of how gracious he was yes. he always had to have 
his daughter next to him. So when I had to go have my meeting about my nips, she was just <laughs> staring at me. Oh, it was just, it's all coming back to me now. I've never really talked about this, but. Uh, it sounds like a David Lynch movie. It was horrifying, and it was a scary office. And at night, the when all the kids were sleeping and their noses were whistling, I thought it was kids screaming in the lake. I oh. thought people were drowning. It was like, I thought I was getting possessed. So my dad picked me up, and we were leaving the Bible camp, and I was, like, crying. And I'm like, you're going to hell. And at night, the children were drowning. And <laughs> I, I, I had my nipples got scraped off the stigmata, and so I'm going to— And my dad just turned around, and I watched him from the car go up to this head pastor guy and just yell, yes. poking him in the chest, yelling at him, pointing at me. And the guy's like, I'm sorry, I don't— I don't know what to say to kids. I don't know what my dad, I should ask him what he said. I he, love that. He yelled at yes. Hell yeah. yeah. I mean, if only, because he, your dad was not religious, right? Like no, this wasn't no. his church no, or camp or whatever. My, yeah. my, my parents weren't. My sister went because I think she'd made out with boys she liked and it was fun for her being six years older than me. Yeah. It's like, and she she's not like, so literal as you are. She right, wasn't right. like, yeah, I can kind of take or leave this hell shit. <laughs> I'm not too worried We're, about it. I, her and I are both on the same page now, for certain. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's at least how I remember it. Maybe my dad just told me he yelled at him. Whatever. You know how you add images to stories oh, sometimes. Yeah. It's called lying. That whole story <laughs> didn't happen. I've never been to a camp. You know what it's called? I don't even... It's called good podcasting. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. If just kind of take a thread of a distant memory <laughs> and just pull that shit out <laughs> and entertain us. That's what Louis C.K. said. He did. He said a lot of his stories that people 100% believe he totally is uh, embellishing. He told you that on the phone? It was, uh, I don't know, a podcast or something. <laughs> I think you might be embellishing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That was in the, he was on our podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I don't know. We were at the gym. We mm. were swimming. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I can't remember. He was whispering to you underwater. Mm -hmm. You know what I like to do in my pool? I'm a, a liar. <laughs> That's how it sounded. I love, I love Foley work. I'm glad that. It's really good. Thanks. I feel like it's going to be a major part of this new studio. In, I think so. Incarnation. <laughs> I was going to say incarceration. Chris? Yeah? This sounds like a conclusionary tone. No, no. I was going to say something and oh. but it's totally left my mind now were you gonna did you did you have to make amends did you, <laughs> do you some... want me to <laughs> no uh-oh now i have to figure out what the problem is um no no i was gonna say i have a pool oh yeah which i don't talk about that much because i don't want to brag at people yeah, people are gonna think you're like richie rich right it's a normal pool. It's not. No, like, it's a pretty fucking great pool. Your house is modest. It's not fancy. I do not clean it. Yeah, the pool. It's very small. It's very. <laughs> you're not bragging. Trust me. Her house is almost. It's meager dwelling, <laughs> that happens to have a cement surrounded body of water behind it. It's almost by chance, as opposed to having anything to do with me. <laughs> but when I'm in that pool, sometimes, I like to lay back. Mm-hmm. Ears underwater. Okay. Look at the sky. Sure. And then tell myself that I'm actually laying forward. Have you ever done this? No. Where you just in your mind I entertain the idea that what if you're actually facing down inside a way bigger pool? You mean drowning? No, no. Okay. Because you can still breathe. You're on okay. your back. Okay. But you're just picturing 
Mm-hmm. That the sky is the pool that you're looking into. Oh, that's kind of fun. It's a real trip out. And it's like for that feeling when you're underwater and it just, you kind of don't know where you are anymore. It's really fun. I'm afraid my brain is too much of a vault and it won't go out on that limb. I'm just saying, test it out. I'm gonna. Just take, you know what? Take a blowtorch to that vault. See if you can't get in there. Yeah. See and, and let the, the magic. See if there's some barabons, maybe. Uh, <laughs> see if there's not a secret diamond necklace oh, in one of those boxes. Best. That'd be the best. Wouldn't you, this just came to me. If there was an apocalypse, everybody died but a handful of people. I would go to a bank and just start fucking open those boxes. I because... thought you were going to say when I start eating people. <laughs> we could do that one too. Yeah, of but course. But wouldn't it be fascinating? Those are things no one else can look at, no one else can get to. What are people putting in there? A human hand. Yeah. Uh, cougarans. Just some uh, doilies that have meaning. Grandmother gave me these doilies. They were Hitler's. Stuff. It's all Hitler stuff. Everyone has. And secret clues to things that no one is like, well, here's that knife I killed her with and all those other people. I guess I'll wrap it up in this map I drew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't you want to? Yeah, I want to have an adventure. Me too. But I won't. I'll probably go home and nap. <laughs> have the adventure in your mind, in your dreamscape. Yeah. I, I'd prefer to do it that way. It's safer. I want to go out of town, though. I've been, I haven't left town in a really long time. I'm going to Houston in the morning. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. What club? It's called The Joke Joint. Is it the comedy, the laugh stuff isn't there anymore, No, right? that, those were the glory days, I feel, of, of Houston comedy. That, that place closed, but it's still nice to go back there. And, and Mark Babbitt. And old Babbitt. People, Babbitt. People, people, uh, you know, people like to say things about Babbitt. He's he was the guy that got me going. Mark Babbitt had great taste mm-hmm. and gave really talented young people a chance. Oh yeah, that was the first time I ever saw you. Is he made me watch your girls' guitar club? Oh, he had. It was like there was a green room there, and there was one tape, and he's like, "You should watch this," and it was great. Yeah, he. Were your me, arms crossed? You're like, like I could do this. It's like what the fuck? No, <laughs> no, they weren't because I cannot play guitar and sing. Uh, the, it makes me very nervous to even think about to this I, day. I headlined the Laugh Stop. First time I ever headlined anywhere, and last, I think. It was so fun. Yeah, it's. I loved that place. Yeah. He didn't care if you were weird and went out on a limb and it didn't work and you ate it. Because yeah. that's what happened to me every time. He's like, I thought it was great. I used to do these drawings. On like stage? A, yeah, yeah. And it ended up being a hidden pentagram and... <laughs> And uh, like a drawing instruction guy, it was like a sketch that I would do. Oh, like a Bob Ross thing. Kind yeah, of? yeah, and it's. Uh... And the audience is like, "Talk about your balls." Mm-hmm. No, I d- there was plenty of balls in oh, the good, drawing. Good. Yeah, good, yeah. good. No, I always leave room for balls. <laughs> you know that about me. That's what Grandma used to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the things that that priest held up was his ball. <laughs> Well, I think this went well. I mean, I'm, uh, I, I, it's good to test the what, yeah. And let's just breathe. Let's breathe outwardly. <laughs> there we go. That's <laughs> 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 felt good. I'm glad we did a studio. It, it's real. I good. honestly, and it's because I've been paranoid, and maybe I'm, you know, I'm a hypochondriac, all that stuff. But I, I started to think that we were going to injure someone in the car. Like, what if we, we really, it really almost happened a few times. Yeah. 
like yeah. the close calls. How awful would that have been? It's a dangerous. What we were doing is dangerous, and it's a lot of hard work, <laughs> and it's hard to go to the airport. And we, I didn't know that. I just thought we had a great idea, but a lot of well, our we guests were having fun. would be like, this must be hard to And then we'd doing. be like, yeah, it kind of It is, is. hard. We Why'd you have to say that? We don't like it. And then I just started to, I'm real paranoid. I'd have thoughts about it all the time. Like, what if we got sideswiped? Yeah. And our guest got injured or something. It's scary. It, I don't know. I just Now was, I've said it. Well, and it can't happen anymore. <laughs> right. A truck drives through this room. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was always just bummed because I can't get my car clean. I can't, it can't be clean. I need to get Neither rid of that car and get a car that has like leather or fake leather seats. So you can that... get one of those BMW little cars. Oh yeah, like the little those little toy yeah. cars. They look like you rub them on the carpet and let them go. <laughs> I love those cars. Yeah, they're pretty nice. But yeah, something that's more dog friendly. Yeah. Because mine is. Oh, as far as wiping off these surfaces. I I don't want to be the person that's like, hey, come come into this ball of hair and I'll drive you around. Right. It's right. gross. But then like anytime we go to leave. I would have to back time it, which I'm not good at doing in my normal life, so so that I could clean for like an hour and a half, yeah, just so it would get decent enough for people to be inside of. Or, and I thought it was a good solution to put the sheet over, but sometimes they'd sit in there and they can't find the seatbelt hole that you ripped in the sheet, yep. and then they they're like, oh, I don't. Have a seatbelt. It's like, ah, oh, you'll be fine. Yeah. Then yeah. I get real like my dad in the 70s was like, ah, take it easy. Don't make a big deal about it. And just like, oh, yeah. Everybody likes seatbelts. It's kind of a it's thing. Kind of a, yeah. It's really the hottest thing out there right now. <laughs> it's very right popular now. for a reason. Nothing more popular. Not flying out of a windshield is the new Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, should we do a couple plugs before we go by? Yeah, yeah. Bye? Yep. Because we get to do, uh, I think it's becoming, the, we get to do business class the second Tuesday of every Am month. Am I on it again? Hell yeah. Yes. You're on, April and I agreed. I thought we told you this last time. You're April on every, said all it, of them. but I, she just says nice things sometimes. Oh, you need it from the old negativo to know it's real. <laughs> I need it from your 70s dad. <laughs> hey, listen, Jesus, you You're... did a great job. You get to do it every time. Oh. All right? Now quit making a big deal about it. Show off time's over. Uh, there you go. That was Jim. <laughs> I, almost that took, I almost took the cane out from under you. <laughs> Take that tone with me. Ah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like I like this character. <laughs> he's, he's great. I can slip into Jim anytime. You need, uh... oh, <laughs> oh, come on. I just, a lot of people go, that's what she said. You know, they used to. Thank God they don't. But I've replaced it with just going, oh. <laughs> so that's what that meant. So if something is a double entendre yeah. or slightly sexual, you, so yeah. let's try it. Uh, okay. Um, you know, I've been playing a lot of tennis lately, but I, I just don't know where to put the balls. Oh! <laughs> there we go. Yeah, this is something. Yeah, yeah, I think so, we're on to something. <laughs> June, I believe June 8th is the second Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I'm almost positive Sam Blair just emailed me. Um, but please come to business class at the Improv Lab. The second, Hollywood Improv Lab. Hollywood Improv Lab, the second Wednesday of June. We will be there. It's April Richardson and I hosting. Chris Fairbanks will be there. And then a bev bevy of other people mm. we've asked and forgotten we asked. And we'll bevy. try to remember and bring back. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll and, be super fun. And I would like to uh, plug these uh, shirts I made. I really like them. If you like uh, the movie The Warriors, they're soft cotton. They're very soft. They're good quality. I'm getting I was one. like, I don't want 
these Hanes beefy teas that'll scrape you up and cut off your nips, and then everyone's saying, oh, nice stigmata. Oh, stigmata. Yeah, yeah. Go, you know, go see the priest and his enjoy, daughter. Yeah, have a nice soft shirt and enjoy your summer camp. Um, Really quick. Mm-hmm. Is it the kind of shirt where the design is like screen, as opposed to a big thick thing on top? It's yeah, like in the it's shirt. It's very lightly. Yeah, yeah. You best. probably, if you closed your eyes and, and just kind of pinched and twisted the fabric, <laughs> the you, you could, someone could put your fingers on to where it's screen printed, or maybe just the sleeve, the and you would not know. Just as soft where the ink is. And I'm, I don't, I'm not sure. I haven't received them yet. <laughs> But they must be. From the photos, I can tell that they are. It's a light screen print. It's not a big, bold, just Thing that slather. It starts to feel like you're wearing a sandwich board on the front yeah, of your I shirt. I don't like that. Hate it's that. amazing how my shirts have that. It bugs me. It makes you sweat. It just makes me not wear the shirt. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Anyhow. You... Wait, did you give that website? Sorry. Oh, sorry. It's one, yeah, it's uh, one color. KKK color, W-N- right? W-N- W N E W W O N one color but color with a K. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Dot com dot org dot net. I believe it's dot com. Dot edu. Yeah. Let's and then you can you can just see the uh, Chris Fairman. There'll be a shirt on there with my face in the corner and uh, it's a uh, got a bridge. It says the Warriors. There we go. Yeah. So it's basically the Warriors basketball logo, but instead of normal writing for the Warriors, it's the writing from the 70s movie, The Warriors. Exactly. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's an idea I had late one night. I had had some whiskeys. Yeah. And threw it together. Who says drinking's bad? Not Hemingway and not you, my friend. <laughs> yeah, God, my liver hurts when I laugh. <laughs> Swim it off. You've been listening. Oh, Jesus. Swim it off. <laughs> oh, Quit God. complaining. Oh, you're slipping into gym again. <laughs> Sometimes I'll mix it up. <laughs> slipping in. Slipping into gym. Hey! Zip! <laughs> okay. That's this the end. Is, oh, my yeah, God. That's... I'm a child. <laughs> You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D Y N. A-R! Honk, honk. <laughs>